Mika and I are the co-founders of The Wildflower Company, which is the number one mindfulness planner and community wrapped in one for folks who want to reach their goals, find balance, and live an intentional lifestyle. Hi, friends, and welcome to Do The Damn Thing. I'm your host, Lauren LaRue. I'm an entrepreneur who started with a small blog, and now I am the CEO of The LaRue Brand a lifestyle business and branding studio for women entrepreneurs building intentional lives and intentional businesses. But don't fret, this podcast is for everybody. I created this podcast with the intent to offer people a safe space to land and learn about the journey we're all on together. It's not just about being happy. It's about healing, getting to know yourself and living intentionally, which is why this podcast is the right place for all of you beautiful souls showing up ready to change your life. Hello, my friends, and welcome back to another fabulous episode of the Do The Damn Thing podcast. Today is a very special day on the podcast because not only are we back with a fabulous episode, as always, but we are back with some fabulous freaking guests. I have not had a guest on this podcast in so long, and I am so excited to introduce you guys to Ashley and Mika. These are two fabulous women who own a fabulous brand, I would have nonetheless on, who I met through a very wonderful mutual friend and we've connected so deeply and so greatly. They had me come on and do a really fun, amazing workshop, which we can talk about later in the podcast on their brand. And I'm so happy to have them on the podcast today. They own the Wildflower Company and I'm going to let them introduce themselves. So Ashley, take it away. Love it. Well, thank you so much for having us on. Mika and I are the co-founders of The Wildflower Company, which is the number one mindfulness planner and community wrapped in one for folks who want to reach their goals, find balance, and live an intentional lifestyle. We are really committed to helping you live a life that feels really good to you. And we believe that everyone's best lifestyle looks different than the other. And what I mean by that is that me living a really aligned good life might be different than Mika living a good aligned life. And there's no right or wrong way to set goals, to achieve your goals, or not to achieve your goals. But what is important is that you're thinking really critically about what it is that you actually want. And so that's what we do at the Wildflower Company. We have two kinds of planners. We have our signature physical planner, as well as our signature digital planner. It is on Notion. It is absolutely gorgeous. And these 12-month undated planners will help you really plan a life of your dreams in a truly meaningful and intentional way. We also do community-led accountability groups because we believe that it takes community. It takes support in order to truly reach and achieve and reflect on the kind of life that you want. So Actually, every quarter we take new folks and we bring them through this three-month process where we meet three times and we reflect on the past month and then we set goals for the future month. And it is a really, really special, intimate, meaningful experience. Um, and we would love to have you there and we'd love to have you check us out. So if you are interested in planning out your most intentional life, Definitely check us out on Instagram at the Wildflow Co. At the Wildflow Co. Or go ahead and check us out on our website, thewildflowco.com. You can use the code Wildflower20, all caps, to take 20% off our planners. 
And if you're interested in joining our accountability group, definitely go ahead and use the code 15 off to take $15 off. Regardless, we are so happy to have you in our community. And thank you for being interested in just learning more about really how to cultivate a life that feels authentically good to you. And Lauren, thank you so much for having us on. Of course, Mika, take it away. Hey, y'all. I'm Mika. I'm the other co-founder of the Wildflower Company. Um, Once again, Lauren, thanks so much for having us. (laughs) Um, Yeah, just a little bit more about kind of the the Wildflower Company, when we started, why we started. We actually officially launched the company back in March of 2022. So we are approaching like a year and a half in of business which is kind of crazy we celebrated our year back in March and I honestly I can't even believe it's basically August and we're um, a year and we're like six months later after that anyways <laughs> um Ashley and I actually met back in college and we became like best 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 friends in senior year of college and uh maintained a really lovely friendship uh over the last couple of years but uh a few years ago at the beginning of the pandemic she and I along with a few of our best friends started an accountability group where we met a couple of times a month um to reflect on the previous month set goals for the upcoming month and quarter and check in with each other hold each other accountable this is like you know starting January 2021 so it's very much peak COVID none of us are really doing a ton so we really wanted to kind of like think critically about our next steps and kind of what we wanted to do and where we wanted to go over the next couple of years that or few years since we had so much time on our hands to actually think thoughtfully and reflect Um, and we found that that actually worked really really well not only (laughs) reflecting and actually taking the time to think about where we've been also taking the time to think about where we want to go and having that additional accountability portion uh was really we found to be the like key to um our success as a group um and about a year later ashley had the idea to start the wildflower company i know that she's always wanted to start a planner company specifically but kind of adding the accountability portion to the wildflower company we feel is really kind of what set us, what sets us apart from a lot of other planner companies. Um, and a couple of months into Ashley starting the wildflower company, I came on for a little bit to help out with some marketing efforts and quite literally within a couple of days, <laughs> Ashley asked me to be her co-founder and I was like, I was going to say yes. it was like two days later, <laughs> literally. <laughs> yeah. It was so funny. Well, you know, we just wanted to like be, we're best friends, right? So we wanted to be like (laughs) respectful of each other professionally and like not impose. I didn't want her to, you know, I didn't want her to feel like, oh, like Mika wants a slice of this or, you know, she didn't want me to feel like uh, Ashley might be my boss. So it was such a funny line to be towing, but (laughs) it's so silly, like retrospectively that we even had those doubts (laughs) because within a couple days. Oh my God, I didn't know that part. That's so sweet. I love it. Well, you know mm-hmm. what? Yeah, it all fell seamlessly together, which is so wonderful. And it's it's amazing how that story is. It's just so true to like 
everyone I mean the the cultivating like this friendship group where you start accountability and you you can just like you seamlessly kind of fall into it 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 doesn't always start with this like one idea of hey let's all sit down in like this group of six and Mm -hmm. talk about like how we can hold each other accountable a lot of the times those things just fall kind of together and then all of a sudden you're realizing like oh I'm in an accountability group kind of like a book club like oh we're talking about the same books right at at, like dinner this week why don't we start a book club and it's just like amazing how those things fall together Mm -hmm. and then you realize how amazing it is especially in a very like covid world that we had where having that accountability can be so important to your success your friend's success community success Mm -hmm. and it's so beautiful that story because that's that's exactly how it all came together so seamlessly for you guys in a very similar way for me And now we're both here Mm -hmm. preaching this intentional journey. And the thing that I want to point out that I talk about Mm -hmm. probably every episode of this podcast that it all centers around intentionality is that that intentional journey looks different for every Mm -hmm. single person on this planet. And the fact that you guys strain that in every conversation that you have and really preach that and make sure that what looks right for you might not look right for the next person is so important to me because I think that social media has played such a big role in us thinking like okay that person's doing that so I need to do that but that's not always true Mm -hmm. and so you know bringing the word intentional coinciding it with individuality is just so important and so beautiful because we're Mm -hmm. teaching people and we're helping people to learn like what's intentional for you is individual for you and that's that's your journey and that's beautiful so I'm so happy to have you guys on talking about this so with now that we're introduced and you guys know and love us all so well let's talk about the topic Mm -hmm. so today Ashley and Mika are talking about bouncing back from burnout. I have talked about burnout more times than I can count on this podcast. I have reached burnout more times than I can count on this podcast. So I am so happy to have you guys on offering amazing advice and talking about ways burnout can affect us, affect our intentional journey, etc. So now that we've got the topic out of the way, let's dive right in. So ladies, I think a really great place for us to start kind of on that note is individualizing burnout. Burnout doesn't look the same for everybody. Burnout can feel different. It can look different in our schedule. It can look different in how we approach burnout. So I'd love for you guys to just kind of introduce what you think burnout is in an intentional journey and how we can kind of start realizing it uh, before it's, especially before it's coming and how we can start dealing with it. Yeah. So I think you're right in that burnout is definitely an individual thing that we experience and how we get there is different. What it looks like for all of us might be different. Um, And I think that at the end of the day, we all have different energy drainers and energy Mm -hmm. givers. And so understanding what really energizes you and what really drains you is super important when it comes to managing your mental health and preventing burnout. So for example, my energy drainers are my phone past Mm. a certain point, you know, Mm -hmm. like when I look at my phone and I'm veering towards burnout, I will notice like, Mm -hmm. oh, this is, this is exhausting me. Same thing with people, right? Like Mm -hmm. being a little more introverted, I will need my, my downtime. And I will notice that suddenly people become a little bit less fun and Mm. fulfilling. Mm -hmm. And all of a sudden I'm like overwhelmed and stressed, right? So that can become an energy drainer for me. Um, 
And, you know, similarly, I know what gives me energy. And it's really Mm -hmm. important that I'm always balancing and prioritizing that. Another thing to think about is energy peaks and valleys. So Mm. in addition to energy drainers, you also want to think about kind of what time of the day you really can be taking on things that require more energy and what time of the day you need to be resting a little bit more. And this is another way that I think that burnout, if you're not listening to your intuition, Mm -hmm. if you're not listening to your body's cues, Mm -hmm. I think you could burn yourself out a little bit quicker. So for example, I have a lot of energy in the morning. Mika has a lot of energy professionally in the afternoons and evenings, Mm -hmm. right? So like the morning is when I'm like doing my best work. The afternoon and evening is when Mika's doing her best work. Mm -hmm. If I'm pushing myself past 4 p.m. to deliver my best work, that's probably going to result in quicker burnout, right? Mm -hmm. Whereas if Mika is working really hard at 4 p.m., that is just part of her best work, right? Mm -hmm. And so I think like learning how to kind of identify those peaks, those valleys, you know, um, the energy drainers, the energy givers, all of those, all of those really matter. Mika, what would Mm -hmm. you add? Um, I think just listening to your body as well. I kind of, in order to actually identify your drainers and your peaks and the things that do and don't give you energy, the things that drain your energy, like you really need to be focused as well on how you're feeling, why you're feeling like it takes additional Mm -hmm. work to kind of reflect upon what's going on. Like, you know, I think in order to listen to your body, I think listening to your body allows you to kind of identify patterns and notice Mm -hmm. more of the detailed things that you might miss on a day-to-day basis and listening to your body might look different. Like for me, I feel very intuitively like attuned to my body and how it's feeling. My reflection kind of comes in to the why, like, why am I feeling lethargic? Why does my back hurt? Mm -hmm. Why does my head hurt? Right. So it takes some time to actually think back and reflect upon those things for other people. Your body intuitiveness might be a little bit different. It might take you reflecting in a different way to kind of think about that. But I think ultimately it comes down to actually like listening and taking the time to listen to your body in order to identify these drainers and these peaks and valleys. Yeah, Mm -hmm. absolutely. I want to highlight two things that you guys said that I find so important. Ashley, I don't actually think I've ever thought about burnout the way you kind of just described it. Mm -hmm. As far as you can reach burnout daily, like you can reach burnout Mm -hmm. at the end of the day. Like I always think of burnout as something that I reach every couple of months when I've been pushing way too Mm -hmm. hard. But the way you described it is so true. Like you can reach burnout at certain points of the day when you're Mm -hmm. mentally exhausted. And like you said, these peaks and valleys like needing to refuel, whether that's going for a walk like you said Mika like listening to your body do you need to get outside do you need to get Mm -hmm. up do you need to walk around like I think that that's such an important cause for looking out for long-term burnout Mm -hmm. as far as making sure you're not burning yourself out on a day-to-day because I don't think I've ever actually thought about burnout in that context and there's this concept of energy management which is Mm -hmm. literally exactly that it's like knowing what your energy looks like throughout the day and managing your energy accordingly Mm -hmm. and you know like i know for me like i only have so much energy in a day Mm -hmm. right like i cannot 
move my body, record a podcast, <laughs> do my nine to five, do freelance work, like do all of these things like in one day, right? Yeah. You have to kind of balance it out over a few days because I just don't have the energy or like mm-hmm. literally the capacity mm-hmm. um, to push myself to do like a million things in one day, right? Yeah. Um, so what you really want to get good at is learning when, what your energy looks like throughout the day and how to balance mm-hmm. it, how to manage it. Mm-hmm. And I think that if you don't know, or if you're kind of ignoring your body, you're refusing mm-hmm. your body, what it really needs during those peaks and valleys, um, you're just going to reach a more long-term form of burnout mm-hmm. because you've been ignoring your body for weeks and weeks, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I feel like I've had a lot of these conversations on the podcast in just such a different context and I love the way you're framing this because I feel like I've been definitely throughout this year like 2023 this has been one of the most extraordinary years of my life I can't believe how much I've accomplished but I am reaching incredible burnouts every couple Mm. of months I've recently had like a a health Mm -hmm. I don't know how to frame it in, in a positive way but I've been addressing a lot of health concerns yeah. in the last several months and a few months back I got really really sick with bronchitis mm-hmm. and I have like a neck problem and all this you know mess of crap came up <laughs> so I've been starting to deal with it and I had a podcast talking about all of this and addressing all of that and mm-hmm. since then I've been really really adamant about like daily check-ins and mm-hmm. how am I feeling what am I doing like even last week I was on vacation and I had planned to get so much work done and I got there at this beautiful house laying in the sun and I was like I am not opening my computer one time mm-hmm. I yeah. need this break and it was so <laughs> delightful to just shut down unwind relax and give myself that time because I knew with how much I have coming up and all of this like I was going to eventually reach that burnout but thinking about it daily like you had said and really making sure I'm checking in with myself has just been so important on that note I think the biggest thing that led into a little bit but I really want to take a lot of time to expand on and I want to hear your opinions on this that I think is such a critical part of burnout is the way it can take a toll on your mental health so Mm -hmm. for me when I reach burnout and I and inevitably end up really most of the time it's it's getting very sick and I have I'm confined to my bed I can't I can't work I can't get out of bed I can't go to the gym I can't do the things I love I can't do the things that fuel me mm-hmm. I tend to get very mean with myself mm-hmm. I get really hard on myself yeah. I tell myself I'm lazy I'm not good enough I brought this on myself etc I get very very difficult with my mental health in that time and I just can be very mean to myself so I would love to hear your opinions on how to deal with the mental health strain when it comes to daily burnout long-term burnout and just really making sure like you said with the body check-ins like how you can check in with your daily mental health so I think like you said, it is so important to check in with yourself on a regular mm-hmm. basis. So that way you can effectively take care of yourself. Because the reality is like, if you don't take care of yourself, your body is going to, it's going to get sick. It's going mm-hmm. to have a reaction, mm-hmm. right? Like you yeah. can only go for so far. Right. And I think like, this is actually why we have planners mm-hmm. with our planner. You have the opportunity to do daily, weekly, monthly, and quarterly check-ins. So not only that, but in our accountability groups, you have a built-in opportunity 
you have the built-in time and space to really listen to how you're doing, to reflect on how you're doing, to discover patterns and better understand where you are and where to go next. Again, like the reality is burnout is going to impact your mental health. And so mm-hmm. the quicker that you can kind of listen to your body and the more aware of your body that you can be, the better off you're going to be. And I think too, like this is where recognizing early signs really comes in. For me, my early signs of burnout is when I start to get angry about text messages. Like I'm not an <laughs> angry person at all. But if I get a text message and I like look at it and I'm like, I feel so much overwhelmed that I feel Mm -hmm. anger. I'm like, oh my, something is wrong. Like Mm -hmm. my friend didn't do anything wrong. They just texted me, but I couldn't handle it. And that's on me. Right. Mm -hmm. And so I think like when I notice that I'm like, okay, it is serious. We need to put the phone down. We need to just like put on some meditation music. We need to go Mm -hmm. for a walk. We need to do whatever. Mm -hmm. Miko, what would you add? Totally. I can't remember if this was your workshop, Lauren, or someone Mm -hmm. else's workshop on our platform, but we did this exercise where you wrote down like all the things that require energy throughout the day or throughout your day. Oh, that was on Aeast. That was on Aeast, right? That was our first workshop. Um, You write down all the things that require energy throughout the day and you give them a percentage out of 100. So if you have 10 things, what, how much you know, do you put into each of those things at the end, the percentage should be 100. And when you look back at it, you'll start to notice like certain patterns, where you put most of your time and most of your energy. And that kind of allows you the space to kind of adjust and readjust if need be. Um, ultimately, I think what I found and what I think a lot of people on the call or in the workshop found was that like one of the lower parts that we like prioritized during the day was stuff like self-care and downtime mm-hmm. and free time. Mm-hmm. Um, and that really put some things into perspective for me of like, mm-hmm. okay, well, if I only have a hundred percent energy every day and I'm dedicating 50% of that energy to things I don't want to do to mm-hmm. work and, you know, a bunch of other things, taxes, whatever it is you got to do during a day, mm-hmm. who's to say, right. Then what am I doing with that additional 50% and nine times out of 10, it's not the self-care thing. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, you might do like a couple of things, you drink, drank some water, you took your vitamins, but what does that really look like? You know? Um, and I was actually talking to my therapist last week about, um, kind of just general feelings of guilt, uh, when, mm-hmm prioritizing health like self-care um Mm -hmm. mental health and things Mm -hmm. like that during the workday specifically um and she was like well ultimately self-care is a priority you know like Mm -hmm. you are a priority if you're not taking care of yourself you're setting yourself up for burnout Mm -hmm. you know like if you're not actually taking time out of your day to prioritize yourself then what are you prioritizing? Like you're not giving yourself enough time or energy to then do the things that you actually have to do outside of taking care of yourself. Um, I was like, girl, you're so right, bestie. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm working on it. (laughs) Obviously easier said than done, but definitely something to, to be thinking about as you're planning out 
your days or weeks or months, you know, like where are you incorporating time to actually take care of yourself and reflect? Mm -hmm. Yeah, that is so, so true. I love the way you you put it because I've said something very similar on this podcast probably two dozen times in the in the respect of you cannot show up best in your relationships if you are not showing up best for yourself and that goes for mm-hmm. anything in your life you cannot show up best for work you cannot show up best to take the dog for a walk mm-hmm. or do x y and z what like you said who's to say whatever it is if you're not doing the things that make you feel good that energize you that fill your cup that mm-hmm. give you that that fuel and it makes me very sad to think sometimes about how often we're putting so much above ourselves and Mm -hmm. not truly taking Mm -hmm. care of ourselves and doing the things that honestly don't take that much time during the day but we tell ourselves I don't have time for this or it's not important enough right now so I'll do it later and then we end up in bed thinking damn I really wish I would have done that thing that I said I would do but didn't have time for quote Mm -hmm. and I think that Asking yourself, like you said, Ashley, earlier, like the daily check-ins or the, the hourly check-ins, honestly, is what we need. Like, what, what do I need right now? Do I need a right. glass of water? Mm-hmm, do I need to mm-hmm. get up and walk away from my desk? Like, mm-hmm. it's such a simple, simple, simple thing to do for yourself that will immensely improve your mental health. The way you're showing up to mm-hmm. things mm-hmm. is just asking yourself, how do I feel right now? What do I need right now? And yeah. is it is it that I, oh, I feel good right now, like I can keep working? Or is it that I need to get up and walk away and, you know, do whatever feels good for 10 minutes. Just do a 10-minute yoga. Do a 10-minute meditation. Yeah. Like the mental health mm-hmm. stuff is such a, and the self-care stuff is such a low priority on almost everyone's, everyone's list. list. Mm-hmm. Literally, yeah. And it's, it's when we talk about intentionality and we, and we meld these two brands together, I think both all three of us can agree that like the the point of this is to bring that awareness to the forefront of knowing like this is what's important me myself mm-hmm. I am important and telling myself like I can take these breaks for myself I can focus on what I need right this very second so that I can show up better right. in the things I need to do later in the day. So speaking of intentionality, I want to make sure every time I have someone on the guest, like what, no matter what the podcast topic is, Mm -hmm. I want to make sure that it's not just a lot of chit chat about the topic, but I want to make sure we're giving people like tangible advice to walk away with. Like, okay, if you're someone new to intentionality, if you're someone new to the intentional journey and you're hearing what we're saying, but you're like, okay, I'm not really sure how to kind of, you know, contract a plan for myself as far as reaching burnout, especially if you're someone who does reach burnout a lot. So what are the intentional tips, obviously, besides your amazing planner and your and your accountability group? Because we both know everyone's going to be we all know everyone's going to be running to those <laughs> right after they listen to this podcast. But beyond those tips, what do you guys offer to people who especially I think are new to the intentional journey and how they can avoid burnout and take care of themselves before reaching daily, weekly, a very long term burnout? Yeah, absolutely. So I think, again, energy management, Mm -hmm. right? Managing your physical, mental, and emotional energy levels throughout the day, understanding when you're most productive and energetic, and also recognizing when you need to take a break and recharge. I think another big thing is going to actually be setting realistic goals that feel aligned to you. And the reason why is because when we have such big goals that feel uh, overwhelming, and we're 
constantly upset or stressed that we're not quite reaching them, mm-hmm. we're always going to feel inadequate, right? And that's not helpful. So I think setting goals that really feel good to us, that feel uh, maybe slightly out of reach, mm-hmm. but um, possible. And, you know, it's it's totally good to have really big goals, but we want to break them down into day by day, mm-hmm. month by month, week by week actions. Um, and of course, these goals can change as you go too. Um, and then I also think setting boundaries is really important. Mm-hmm. Um, this is a really big thing for not getting burnt out, saying no. Mm-hmm. And I think when it comes to setting boundaries, you can start off by saying no to people that you feel most comfortable with, like maybe your sister or your best friend. Um, and then, you know, work your way up to saying no to bigger commitments, bigger obligations, people that maybe you feel a little bit less comfortable with. Miko, what would you add? Cool. Um, two things. One, Ashley, something that you always say that resonates really well is when you're saying yes to something, you're saying no to something else. So just from just kind of like when you're setting boundaries and getting comfortable with saying no, it's also important to remind yourself that like in order to do this thing, you will most likely not be able to do other things while you're doing that thing. Um, and that's not always a bad thing. But it's also important to be mindful of like prioritizing. Um, and again, I feel like I've I've said this a ton already, but like just checking in with yourself regularly, reflecting, adjusting your lifestyle as needed. Maybe that looks like writing it into your to-do list every day or blocking off time in your calendar for reflection to help hold yourself accountable, telling your best friend or your therapist to be like, Hey, how's it going? Checking in with you. Um, And reflection can look super different per person. Like, you know, we emphasized earlier, all of these things are just kind of guidelines and suggestions to help you figure things out and figure out kind of what works best for you. So maybe reflection is meditating or going for a long walk for you. Maybe it is journaling every morning or evening or weekly or going to yoga and having just time alone to your thoughts to really reflect and think about what's been going on, how you've been feeling. Um, reflection is, doesn't have to look like just sitting down in silence and thinking or writing. Like it can look like so many different things. Um, and yeah, just kind of getting creative with yourself and, and trying a few things. I know from personal experience that like sometimes it takes a, a few tries for something to stick. <laughs> I've done my fair share of physical and digital to-do lists and blocking the calendar and it has taken some trial and error to figure out kind of what works best for me and what works best for me is so different than what works Mm -hmm. best for Ashley and it's probably different than what works best for Lauren so just kind of giving yourself the time and grace to like play around and figure out Mm. what works because it might not always work the first time don't let that discourage you Mm mm-hmm Yes, that is so well put. And I love that advice because I think that something that I struggled with at the beginning of my intentional journey was I I like gave myself immediately so many high expectations as so many of us do. Mm -hmm. And it's so easy to fall short of that so quickly. And I think that making sure not only are you easing into things and your goals, but you're also 
like like you said, Ashley, I, I really like the way that you put it. Sorry, Bowie's making a guest appearance. <laughs> <laughs> um, that you that you have to also make sure you're challenging yourself, but not overly challenging yourself. Don't mm-hmm. set yourself up for failure, mm-hmm. but set yourself up for challenge. Right. And making sure that in doing so, you're in that in that challenge the trial and error process is okay so if you figure out that like journaling is it for you that doesn't mean stop reflecting that just means find something else that feels better in reflection like you said going for a long walk maybe if you're a more physically active person and you love walking maybe stop doing it on the treadmill and start going outside and like put your headphones into some really meditative music and start thinking like reflection exercise everything that feels intentional to someone can look so so different and I think giving yourself that that really much needed grace to figure out what works for you is what helps you be intentional is what helps you set up habits and routines that actually work for you versus seeing someone else doing it and saying okay nope that's exactly what I need to do because if it doesn't work for you Mm -hmm. it's just gonna feel like failure and that feeling is not comfy that's so true Mm -hmm. and I think that also Mm -hmm. like kind of brings us back to setting goals and like kind of breaking them down into smaller and more manageable tasks because like you're so right we all have these like Mm -hmm. ambitious goals and ideas and we all want to do so many things but it's so hard to like actually get to Mm -hmm. the end goal because like we've lost sight of like all the additional steps that it's going to take to get there and I find myself dealing with that all the time I I think like so I do marketing as like digital marketing for work professionally and with marketing it's a lot of like overarching like strategies that you're implementing over like long periods of time like longer campaigns and you know things like that and it's not always like okay like I did this thing and Mm -hmm. then now I'm done and I'm excited to go on on to the next project like projects just take time and so it's really easy to fall into this kind of rhythm of oh no like I'm not accomplishing enough I'm not doing enough because I haven't been able to check this off the to-do list yet I'm working on this like week after week and Mm -hmm. you're also losing sight of the fact that you have done a lot of stuff you just haven't checked off the final goal but like there were dozens of goals Mm -hmm. that you've already Mm -hmm. checked off that like have gotten you that much closer um and actually physically being able to see those goals or at least like mentally understand that those are the things those are the steps that you've taken is such a motivating factor in actually like achieving your goals and like following through and continuing because like we do get discouraged when we're like gosh like I just can't seem to get there but like we're really just losing sight of all the little wins and little steps that you've taken to get there. Um, Mm -hmm. So kind of working backwards and creating those smaller goals helps you out in the long run, at least just to understand that this is a marathon and not a race. Mm -hmm. And like you're going to have to get through miles one, two, and three before you get to the end of this Mm -hmm. 5k (laughs) miles and kilometers. Don't worry. Math is not, <laughs> this is not what we're doing here. But you get the point, right? <laughs> no, that is so true. And I think that making sure another thing, like with a daily check-in, not only do you need to be asking yourself, like, how do I feel right now? But making sure you're acknowledging, like, hey, I, I got this done. Like, this is yeah. awesome. Making sure you're acknowledging where you're checking things off your to-do list, acknowledging progress. I think it's really easy for us to overlook success Mm. and just focus on everything that we haven't accomplished yet 
And every time I actually sit down and give myself a couple of minutes to think about all that I've done this year, this month for one goal, Mm -hmm. it really reminds me how truly proud of myself I should be and that I am consistently making progress because progress is so, so not linear Mm -hmm. and it's so individual to every goal, every person and making sure that you're realizing like, hey, I've actually, I've done something and progress is always happening. You're never moving backwards. That's just not possible. So I think like on that note of, of checking in another great way to not reach burnout and be intentional with the actions that you're taking. And again, going back to the amazing point Ashley made of just really paying attention to your energy includes like making sure you're acknowledging the progress that you've made. Totally. Well, we're just breezing right through this. It's already been 38 (laughs) minutes. I don't know how. So to round us out, I felt like this would be a great spot to end. I have recorded Reset podcast before, how to kind of hit a reset button. But I thought that this would be an amazing ending to kind of burnout because not only do we want to give people solutions of how to not reach burnout, but we want to give them solutions if they are in burnout because that's not a fun place to be. It can feel really Mm -hmm. sticky. It can feel really difficult to get out of. So on that note, my final question for you guys is how to manage burnout, how to be resilient towards it, and how to be intentional on kind of resetting your path, hitting a reset button, and starting kind of not over, but starting fresh with a clean slate. Yeah. So I think if you've reached this point, now is really the time to listen to your body and to actively rest. Start canceling plans start you know taking a mental health day at work right um now is the time to really really be resting and even if you can't necessarily cancel something or step away from you know an obligation like work um in your downtime maybe don't fill it with other plans or other commitments and do things that do energize you that do reset you um you know if you have money but maybe aren't used to spending it on yourself now could be a really good time to go get a massage right um i think now is the time to really actively rest and just truly show up for yourself miko what would you add yeah um i'd say also kind of back to the lists creating a self-care list of all the things you love to do things that bring you joy or just things that just generally recharge you so you can lean into what works for you I think you know we've all had low energy days burnout days weeks months um this is really something that this list or these lists are really something that you can easily tap into on those low energy days without having to use a lot of brain power things that are just like you know this is my happy list oh my god I love that my Mm -hmm. happy list that's such a cute name for it I love that That's amazing. And it's so funny because before you got on, Mika, Ashley had asked me how my day was going. And I thought, how ironic. Like, I, I'm actually quite exhausted. And we're talking about burnout because mm. I have been up since 3.45 in the morning to catch a plane. Oh, yeah, whoa. right? I know. But then Ashley's like, did you want to reschedule? Mm-hmm. We totally can. And I had been thinking about it all day. And I was like, oh, do I want to record a podcast at 7 o'clock? And the more I kept thinking about it, I was really, really excited to have this conversation. Because it's really mm-hmm. easy to, like, talk things out on a podcast on your own you're actively like having a full-blown conversation with yourself right but when it comes to having a guest on or having two amazing guests on and getting to have this conversation Mm -hmm. and like 
hear you guys frame things that I, you know, frequently think about, frequently talk about in such a different nature has just really enlightened the way that I can continue to make changes, which is why I'm so happy I got Mm -hmm. to have you guys on and be able to have these conversations because we can, we can feel so knowledgeable in something, but there's always so much space to learn. There's always so much space to grow. So hearing you guys frame these things in such different ways and different terms and different contexts has been helpful to me and reflect in ways that I can continue to make adjustments and that I know the listeners can too. So I'm so glad that we got to do this on a day that I am utterly exhausted because you've given me life again and I'm going to go make <laughs> a new happy list for myself. <laughs> I love that. Yay. Oh man. Yes. Thank you for saying that. Of course. Well, I am so happy I got to have you guys on, and I definitely want you guys to reintroduce yourself. Please feel free to hand out social media handles. Everything will be in the um, description. Just as a reminder, the Wildflower Company is the number one mindfulness planner and community wrapped in one for people who really want to reach their goals, find balance, and live a more intentional lifestyle. Um, we are so happy that you had us on the podcast today and can't emphasize enough uh, how awesome this has been. Um, If you want to follow us and you want to hear more, we also have a podcast called the Growing Through It Podcast. Crazy. (laughs) If you're interested in hearing us talk for another hour, (laughs) (laughs) Um, you can follow us on all social platforms at the wild flow co. Um, and you can also check us out and learn more on our website at um, the wildflowco.com. Uh, thanks so much y'all. Also, if you're interested in joining a free community, we do have a free online community. Uh, we love emphasizing community. That's why we do what we do. So if you want to check that out as well, we've got mm-hmm. lots of really great, uh, resources on our platform. Thank you Thank so you. much for having us. <laughs> Of course, of course. And once again, you guys, this is Ashley Olofsson and Mika Estevez. I'm so happy they came on. They own the Wildflower Company. They are lovely, lovely, amazing ladies. And that's all we've got for you guys today. You guys know the spiel. I love you all so, so dearly. And I will see all of you beautiful souls next week.